Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is a battle, but I cannot fight. Happy Tuesday! It's Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and Kenny with you this morning. Jason is on vacation. Bob Saget, we've got some new news about uh, what happened to him on um, well, the night that he died. The, the autopsy's been complete. And um, we also have uh, Jimmy Kimmel, because now Late Night has been able to respond uh they were good friends and we'll play that also we have rupaul's drag race season 14 coming up talk about that it was the first half of the premiere getting to know the queens uh let's see what else oh of course we're talking to our friend liz today too yes little brother's friends of the elderly Uh, but bob saget the autopsy uh some new details have come out now um let's see here yes he was found unresponsive in his hotel room his family actually had called for a wellness check because they hadn't heard from him and after checkout time they tried to open the door um and then of course found him um in there uh he was in the supine position lying horizontally with his face and torso up and uh, they of course looked for any signs of foul play didn't find any it really just his room was orderly. He had his stuff on the nightstand, television stand, closet, bathroom. No signs of trauma were seen. Uh, he had some medications. They didn't, of course, say what those were, um, but no drugs were found. So there's that. This is, of course, at the Ritz Carlton in, in Orlando. He did a two hour set uh, before his death and then entered his room at 2.17 in the morning on Sunday. Hmm. So, um Yeah, those are just some of the details there. It takes 10 to 12 weeks to do the full investigation. So we'll learn more about that. Okay, so there hasn't been an autopsy report? No, it's been started. Oh, well, the autopsy. um, Cause of death. Oh, no. They're thinking it's either a heart attack or a stroke. Okay. And then also remember, he was still recovering from COVID. In fact, he even joked about it on a podcast. just a few weeks before, so oh. um, you know there there could be something there too. Um, yeah, it says the autopsy completed as new details surrounding the death are released. So maybe the autopsy's been completed, but they're still working on uh, some of the other details about it. Ten to twelve weeks that for the cause and manner of death. Yeah, that's a okay. That's the yeah. next thing. Yeah, yeah, right. That's a very misleading title. It is. Yeah, autopsy completed. So you click on it, and then yeah. it's like, actually, we don't have any information for you for ten mm, weeks. Right. Supine, uh, and that's with the hands at the side. Um, yes, and but from what I understand, and if uh, n- normally, if you've had a heart attack, 
your hands end up over your, your chest, chest oh. clutching with fists made. Okay. Um, hmm. That's, yeah. So uh, I don't know if they're even giving us the true. I heard you know, that he had his hand hmm. over his chest. Right. Okay. Yeah, so like then, one of them. So that okay. could be. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So basically, we'll it was a story soon. to click on that uh, offered us absolutely <laughs> nothing but just well, more confusing information. Right. Well, I do the, some of the details of when he entered his room and then the family oh, yeah, and that oh, stuff sure. seemed right. kind of new. But yeah. you're right, right. It kind of is. Yeah. Uh, but Jimmy Kimmel, he got very emotional because, you know, Bob Saget and him were friends. Of course he did. And um, <laughs> we've got that clip. Do you want to play it? Yeah. All right. I was going through emails with Bob, and some of them were just funny, but some were very serious emails about life and the well-being of, of our children and how hard it is to appreciate one of those without the other being just right. In one email, we're talking about our kids, and I have it here. He wrote, one night soon, let's go out and have some meat and some good damn drinks and talk about how lucky we are that we have them. We love you, Bob. Oh, yeah. There, there you go. That's, I mean, uh, those last messages. So, I'm just hope. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. It sounds like it just points to the fact that it was a medical thing. Yes. You know. That's, yep. He he just because he also like took a picture on stage at 12:42 a.m. You know where he was performing, looked happy, did a selfie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this? No, there aren't any signs of um, like self injury or, or self. He, or that you know that he was unhappy. Yes. You know, right. I, I don't know if you can ever tell that with comedians. That's true because they do put. But I think that if you were extremely depressed, you wouldn't want to do any meet and greet or take a photo or anything or like that. You would just grateful. get through your set. Uh, yeah, no tweets. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It and would just be. Agree. You know, we don't really have, uh, because back in the day, like Chris Farley, for instance, we didn't have Twitter back then. So um, mm-hmm. we didn't have any way of and knowing. And we were, we were better off, too. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who's obsessed with Twitter. With Twitter. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, we also know now that Betty White died of a, a stroke. She had one six days before she died. Yeah. Oh, and the world didn't know about that. No, no. And then, of course, she passed peacefully without pain in her sleep. So let's hope we all go. I wonder if they were prepared for, you know, if it just she six days before. So Mm -hmm. that's why everybody was able to be at her side. And, you know. Yeah, right. She had time to say goodbye. goodbye. Yeah. Well, let's turn this around. Let's talk about drag queens when we come back. How about season 14, the premiere? Happy New Year from Hughes Dental. Here's the deal. If you're thinking about ringing in the new year with a beautiful new smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. And she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists in the state of Minnesota. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what Deb says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. After my dentist of several years retired, I went on a thorough search for a new doctor. After several unsatisfactory experiences, I found Dr. Amy Hughes. I've been seeing her and Jackie for over a year and a half through major dental procedures, including implants, extractions, and crowns. I'm so fortunate to have found them. They are professional, knowledgeable, friends and timely. I'm so pleased with my dental work and highly recommend them. 
I jumped on the Google too, and here's what RJ said. My veneers look and feel perfect. I chose Dr. Hughes because of her excellent cosmetic dentistry credentials, real patient case examples, and the incredible office and staff. The results were amazing, and I get compliments at least weekly. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, HughesDental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. Young blood thinks there's always tomorrow. VH1 is so happy right now. Welcome back. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 1071. I'm Alexis, Don, and Kenny. Jason is on vacation. Uh, we watched RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, it's a two-part premiere. So we met seven queens yeah. for season 14. And VH1 just needs, there's just like, thank you, God. <laughs> because this premiere was the best rated season opener since season 10. Okay. It was in 2018. And um, so that's really good. What else are we talking about on VH1, right? Right. Uh, but what'd you think, Don? Um, okay. So can we just talk about how w- this is so jacked up where you can find these things? <laughs> yes, please. This is ridiculous. This was hard to find. I pay $6 a month for WoW Premiere Plus, which, which is RuPaul's streaming service. Yes, it should be on there. I'm sorry. This is BS. Then you mm-hmm, have the other mm-hmm. seasons now have moved over to Paramount Plus. It's all so in it's different season places. Season 1 through 12 is on Paramount Plus, And season 13, I have no idea where it is. The last season. This is ridiculous. Unless you pay for it. You pay for it. Okay. So then that'll maybe eventually move to where? Paramount Plus. Yeah, eventually that or Wow. Yeah, the app. It's not going to be on Wow because now Drag Race, all the drag races for the U.S. are not on Wow. Oh no, you can't find it. You put in just drag RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, just nope. It's the Holland one, the Italian one. Like, why do I even have this now? I watch the U.K. one when it comes out, but. But otherwise, God, I mean, that just makes me infuriated that I pay for this um, service every month, even though it is six dollars. It should be on RuPaul's streaming network. It is. Wow. Yes. So what I had to do was watch it on VH1.com. Yeah. They showed me the first episode for free, but I don't have cable. Yeah. So that's how I I had to watch it. You have cable. I have cable, right. So so. it's on demand for you. Yeah. But I don't have any place to stream it. I have to buy the episodes? I guess. Oh, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to do this. You want me to record it on my uh, VCR for you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll send it over. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just give me a VHS tape every week. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, so this has to be like. This has to be a deal that RuPaul has with VH1. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. like VH1 is like you have to only air it your season and our streaming for. And here's you know. a boatload of money for that. That's, sure. That's probably what. And they're, the they're deal exclusive was. with it, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, so boy. RuPaul is happy, but do enough people purchase this and fall into this trap to justify it? Because I would think most people like would it. be like you, Dawn, and say, no. Well, they they roped us into buying this service, and yep. it well, it used to be on there. That's how you watched it. And oh. then you could watch it on Paramount Plus last year. 
Yes, yeah. That's how I was watching it because I I, I also have a subscription to that. Yes, it used to be CBS All Access, and now it includes more all of Paramount stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, oh, but we eventually got there. Yeah, and. I, Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I found it to be very boring. Okay. These first seven, I hope that the other ones are just much better. I just feel like it's just like ho-hum. Their talents, that was the first, that's the first challenge here. Show us who you are through your talent. The only one, well, there's two that I like. Okay. Because I always have some favorites. Hopefully, there's one that, um, but, um, and it is, Looks like it's also RuPaul's favorite uh, is Willow Pill. Willow Pill, yeah. Who I really think is, is fun. The Chicago Queen. Also, she is uh, friends with Evie Oddly, who you know I love Evie Oddly. Yeah. And so she has that weird kind of beautiful, weird kind of look too, which I always like too. And I like Cornbread as well. I mean... Cornbread has a necklace uh, with a chicken wing on it or chicken um, uh, drumstick. Yeah. And, and as... She's performing, starts biting the necklace. I I love uh, cornbread. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I want. I don't even know who the other ones are, and I want cornbread to win. Cornbread yeah. got LA to Queen. perform her live song in front of Lizzo because Lizzo was one of the judges. Yes, Penny. That's... And so this this queen sings and got to perform her hilarious, really good song. Yes, and dance to it and. Oh my How nervous gosh. would you be? Lizzo was like, "You are a superstar." I cannot even but that tell is you. But yeah, she was like so excited, and she's like, "I worship you." Like she, I could see her having cornbread write songs for her. Yeah, they have the same body type. They're, you know, I mean, she was kind of wearing the same outfit. Hmm. Very funny. Yeah, cornbread is really good. Yes, and Lizzo. Now that was just a one-time, one-episode thing, right? Yeah, I mean, she she's the no. This premiere. is yeah. She's the, uh, the weekly guest, one. guest judge, but she was so good. I kind of wish was. that she was more permanent. Yeah, judge. me too. Yeah, because some of those are kind of. I I do like the like I like Ross Matthews. I love Michelle <gasps> yes, Visage. Yes. Yeah. 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 Ross it, recently engaged too. So oh, it's I know. Fun to see that and. Right, and then you've got I love Carson Cressley too. Oh yes, I mean those are my favorites, and and then of course on the UK Graham Norton and and um, oh God, what's his name with the oh, big gap in his teeth? Yeah, anyway. that guy. Yeah. So um, who do you see? Um, so what did you think about them separating this into two parts? I think they they have to do it this way. I think a lot of it's COVID stuff. Oh, I see. That's what I at least interpreted. That and then also, I mean, they of course they say, Oh, we wanted to have more time with the queens and also to stretch out the episodes because, right, you know, that's what they're doing. Hi, everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Which makes sense. But remember, what was the season that felt like it lasted 25 years? This last one. Was it the last with, one or the one before? Rose. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that one just was, kept... went on forever and ever. They even it made did. jokes about it. Yep, it did. Right. And this because one, they had to like leave and come back. 
Remember? Yes, so, because of COVID. All right. So as far as <sighs> the, you know, this uh, spoiler alert. Yes. Uh, well, I don't want to say who won, but uh, they basically sent somebody home. Even just with half the cast there. Yep, bye! And the thing that bothers me about that is Uh-oh. that the person that went home, I felt like was pretty... Um, now, the choice of her routine and her, you know, it was like a pageant. It was like, what's your talent? It wasn't really that great, Mm-mm. but... What if there are people that suck more than she does <laughs> yeah, in the other group? Too. Is it really fair to send someone home in half groups? Like, there's people uh, that suck worse, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. But hopefully that person's going home. But I could not stand that person. Orion's story Orion from Grand story. Rapids, Michigan, the first Michigan queen. I know. That you felt f- yeah. for her that way. But I just, no, no. Good looks, but... I no, but I thought that uh, I thought that Alyssa Hunter, yeah, the Puerto Rican, I thought that her performance wasn't great, Mm-mm. and I thought that she should have been up for elimination before. Um, uh, oh, uh, or, or Orion story or no, the other no, one? No, June Jambalaya. Um, June Jambalaya. June yeah. Jambalaya should not have been up for elimination. It should have been Alyssa Hunter. Yeah, that's a good point. And she was worried about it. She what, she could have been. She was right there with them. Yeah, I don't the like three. that African dance she did was amazing. Now they their only criticism was that her headband kept kept falling down over her eyes. Yeah, but like just take it off or something. But do you really just say this is not acceptable and that wasn't? I don't know. I felt it was really good. I thought so too. The problem is she went first. Yeah, and that's always you. Oh gosh, unless you really come out with a bang, but I think that they were just kind of sitting there like, okay, there should be a lot more here. Yeah. At least to start it off. I guess. Um, but Alyssa Hunter, you're right. I actually think it's more beautiful as a guy right now. That's true. <laughs> Some of the makeup. Oh. True, true, true. Oh, we're talking RuPaul's Drag Race, the first um, episode. We're, we're meeting all the queens now. and um, You can yeah. see all the queens if you go to RuPaul's website and see the rest of them in their introductions. And they have like three minute videos. So we already know you can look on there and see some out. of the ones. That mm-hmm. are. And hopefully the next seven uh, are are good. And there's some special ones that we so can't wait I to wasn't see bored. <laughs> I wasn't bored like you were. Oh, you weren't? Oh, no. okay. No. Okay, good. Oh my gosh, there's another one from Springfield, Missouri. Is that for the next? Day of Betty. Oh, that's coming up? Oh my gosh. How nice. crazy. Okay. Okay, I'm in. cool. All right, well, when we come back, we have good news for Grey's Anatomy fans. And Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the trailer came out for Bel-Air. I was a little shocked about this, Me right? Too. We'll do let's, this next. Have either of you ever heard of a bachelor's completion program? I just learned St. Mary's University of Minnesota has this program. Yes, isn't that a program where you can complete your bachelor's degree? You know, if you always meant to finish your degree, and then, of course, life happened. I did hear that. St. Mary's knows that by completing your bachelor's degree, you're closer to reaching your career goals. They have a program designed to complete your degree in just one year. Flexible schedules that work for you. Right, Dawn. St. Mary's knows that balancing your current job, family, and then trying to add in school can be an overwhelming 
overwhelming thought. So they have class schedules created to allow you to finish your degree without sacrificing your peace of mind. I love that. I've heard great things about St. Mary's. Their faculty and staff really become your allies on your educational journey. They are supportive and will help you succeed. How can someone learn more? Just go to smumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. Many nights my tears fell harder than rain. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Bel-Air, new trailer for a show on Peacock coming soon. Uh, very different tone. We'll talk about that next. But first, Kenny, you have some more traffic. Well, yeah, I can't believe I missed this one. Somebody ran it way off the road on eastbound Highway 10 prior Uh-oh. to Foley. They are way, way, way down in the ditch. Traffic seems to be getting by okay. There's a few people parked on the right shoulder, but don't be surprised if you see a few brake lights firing off as you approach Foley. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Beware. Uh, yeah. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. My talk one zero seven one. Alexis, Don, and Kenny with you. Jason's uh, still on vacation, and um, yeah, Don. Okay, so we watched the Bel Air trailer. Feels like a different show. Um, yeah, I I feel weird about this. It's like the <laughs> essence of the show. Yes, is completely different. Yeah, it's not the comedy that we <clears throat> all remember. It's a drama. It is weird. I'm like, is it this even the same show? Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. It's, I guess it's just the the basic concept of a kid from West Philadelphia living with his family in Bel Air. Um, here's how Peacock Peacock dis- described the show. Uh, set in modern day America, it's a one hour drama. It reimagines the beloved sitcom, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and um, it takes his journey from the streets of West Philadelphia to the gated mansions of Bel-Air, where the two worlds collide, and he reckons with the power of second chances while navigating the conflicts, emotions, and biases of a world far different from the ones he's ever known. Uh, it's sounds feels, tedious. It's heavy. Sounds very self-indulgent. You, uh, okay, let's, let's listen to some trailer. of this. Yeah. <laughs> This time we're trying to make you forget who you are and where you came from. Don't let it do that. Damn! Jeffrey Thompson, house manager. Well, I'll <laughs> Ten years is a long time. Let me show you around. Where them dimes at? Hillary! Well, let's go find you something fit for a prince. What do you think? I made you love. Yo, Uncle Phil. I'm glad you're safe. We'll talk later. Uncle's so scary. Yeah. Is this really baby Ashley? You're a long way from home, Mom. Oh, too. How you been? Yeah. You know, thriving. I hope uh, one day we can talk about why you're really here. Why oh. you're really here. Uncle Phil, he looks so scary now. He looks super scary. His friend looks scary. Um, He's not that joyful, jolly uncle. And Jeffrey, too, was like, I'm the house manager. And you're like, oh. I know. Are they going to do the Carlton dance? I mean, come on. Carlton doesn't look like he even does any dancing. Do we need this? (sighs) Well, when I first heard about it, I thought we do. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I, I am curious to see how they flesh it out because it, it does seem like a very, yeah, different show. Um, but I'm curious to see with Peacock. It doesn't seem like a Peacock show either. No. That's the other, that's the other thing. It's, you always have it's to look at like, what are the other networks doing? What are they trying to compete with? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
This will premiere Super Bowl Sunday, February 13th. People will watch it. Yeah. I, wonder, I will. We just, yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I just, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Bel-Air, one of my favorite shows of all time. Will Smith was one of my crushes. Yeah. Forever. But he was in my locker, but it, it's a it, different it, show. It's a comedy. Uh, yeah. Not w- anymore. Why would you take a comedy and turn it into something serious and dour? Yeah. Well, this is all, it's actually pretty cool how it happened. Morgan Cooper made a, uh, he took the themes, of course, and, and made this his own movie back in 2019. And then they, they've they picked it up, and I guess there was a bidding war between HBO Max and, and Netflix. Now it's finally there. A lot of different people have signed up who, like showrunners, there's two of them actually, um, who have both been in great shows uh, or was showrunners for them, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be different. Are we going to, you, you're probably not going to check it out at all then, huh, Kenny? <laughs> Me? Yeah. I, I'd never even seen an episode of the first one. Oh, you oh, haven't? No, of course okay. not. Uh, but I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, what other comedy fun shows could we turn into something <laughs> depressing and awful? And I, I started yeah. with Gilligan's Island, <laughs> you know, uh, where it'd be a Donner Party thing where they run out of coconuts and fish and they have to eat each other. <laughs> oh, I, no. I, I mean, you know, this is this is an awful concept, if you ask me. <sighs> and, and calling it the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you've got an idea for a show, why are you... Taking a classic like that. I think it's because there are so many options. If you think about it, there's so many shows that come out all the time. It's like people making music and putting it on YouTube. Everyone's making shows. There's all of these networks that are making original series and streaming services that they have to stand out. Yeah. So it's the best bet is to Bait say, and oh, switch. that's Remix. the new, that's the new yeah. remixed uh, no, Fresh Prince a, of Bel-Air, and it, it'll yeah. get attention, because there's so many shows where I look, and it's like, eh. this show just got, uh, you know, the green light for its fifth season, and I go, what is it? I've never heard of that in my life. Yes! Well, yeah, I feel, yeah, you're exactly it's so right. so fragmented. They're hoping, they're people like me, who loved Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, were curious to see... How this? How they're going to take this story? They're going to remix. It's the nostalgia of it all. Yeah, we know the characters. Definitely, they seem to be different. But I, I'm de- I'm checking this out. I'm going to do my full three taste try just to see. Yeah, no, that's why true. would you? No, this is bait and shift. <laughs> a, a switch, excuse me, uh, and it's shifty and slimy. And these people are a bunch of weasels. Please get a new idea. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sick of these people of with their with lame you, old. It's like uh, they're so desperate. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, ouch! Come Ooh, up with more of these towns. Sorry. Yeah. You know, that's Red good Oaks. Writing. I've been watching Red, Red Oaks, Oaks on oh, on um, on uh, Amazon Prime. What's that? Three, about? Have you ever watched season- any show that doesn't have the word oak in it? <laughs> that was hurtful. Um, but you're right. A- now that I think about it, Oak Island, Red Oak. Red Oak. It, it's what about, about it's about a country club in New Jersey, and it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I just started season three this morning, um, the, the third of three seasons, and I'm really enjoying it. Creative writing, it's interesting, it's different, uh, it's it's a new sub new subject. It's not copying anything. Uh, and it's fun. Paul Reiser is in it. Paul Reiser plays oh, a... Great. A, uh, oh, great. Uh, God, yeah. I love that guy. He's really good. And it turns out he's a really good actor, enough, uh, good enough to make me 
really hate the character he plays. Oh, sweet. Oh, and, wow. and another actress on, um, or actress, actor on this uh, uh, series, Jennifer Grey. <gasps> From Dirty oh. Dancing. And I watched almost a season oh. and a half, the first season and a half, before I realized Annoying. it was Jennifer it's Grey. she got a nose job. And yeah. then I couldn't pick her out. I had to go to the Wikipedia and find out which character she was playing. Phenomenal actor. Oh, great. Oh, it's That's good. I'm glad she gets, she's getting a chance because she got a nose job and yeah. everybody was like, you're not the same person. And she kind of got thrown out of Hollywood for looking different than what she was, which is sad because she, I mean... She but that just, nose was fantastic. It, it was yeah. great, and she yeah, regretted the no, it. The nose she, was it awesome. completely changed her whole look. She right. just kind of ended up looking like anybody on the street. Right, right. She looked. She now looks very generic, uh, but she can act. Boy, she can act her ass off. She's really good. And she might have nice. been doing stuff in between. We just, you know, that was kind of the thing that, well... Doesn't get work now. Yeah. yeah. Nobody but knows who you are. I was looking for something to watch after trying uh, that tender bar thing. Oh, yeah. uh, which oh. I got halfway through that, and that was like, oh, God, I can't take one more second of this. <laughs> Even though Affleck is really good. What is He's, it? Is it is depressing? Or what, what's uh, I beef? just, uh, my beef with it was uh, I have a hard time caring about kids and kid issues. <laughs> And it's all based on a kid. Yeah, yeah. and it is. And the oh, book, okay. the book is highly recommended. Um, the yeah. book, uh, the kid that's featured in the movie, uh, is an actual real person, and he wrote the book. And the book, uh, from what I hear, is really good. Uh, and Ben is really good in this, but it wasn't enough to keep my interest. Um, so I bailed out of that, and I was just looking for something that uh, wouldn't upset me or be you know not a lot of pressure and angst yeah kind of funny yeah and i found it i found it with the red oaks uh and i really enjoy it uh albeit it does feature a lot of stories about these post-teenagers kids in their 20s um but there's enough adult drama in there to keep me interested oh that's good oh it's based in the 80s yeah 1986 uh is when the first season started yeah yeah new New york new jersey area okay oh hey that's your stomping ground yeah it is and donna valentine will have to tell her about it yeah and it's basically country club life the the whole country club lifestyle which uh, I've always found uh, off-putting and still do, uh, but it's <laughs> you just fun. Just confirmed to, it, it. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's still it's still fun and enjoyable, uh, and, and I like them spoofing uh, the country club lifestyle. <laughs> nice. Cool. Okay, Red Oaks on Prime. Yeah, we'll check it out uh, when we come back. We got to talk to Liz, our friend from Little Brothers, Friends of the Elderly. Happy Tuesday, it's Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Alexis, Don and Kenny. Jason is on vacation. We love Tuesdays because we check in uh, with our friend Liz, who we met through Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly. Oh, Liz, I think we need to talk. She's a sweetie. I'm gonna have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Every Tuesday morning like clockwork. Hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How about you? 
we're, well, just, we're good. Yeah. You know, just trudging through the week. And yeah. and uh, it looks like the temperature's going to go up. So that we've gotten God. past a lot of <laughs> negatives. Yes. Yeah. Getting warmer is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Liz, I uh, went to the Science Museum. I took my son, and it was really fun. They have a whole exhibit. Uh, well, they have dinosaurs and sportsology, but one of the things um, was the Native Americans uh, here in Minnesota, and a lot of their beautiful artwork they did, the beadwork and uh, pottery as well. And, of course, I thought about you because when Don and I went to visit you before uh, Christmas, you were telling us about some pottery, special pottery that your aunt got um, from natives, but not here in Minnesota, right? Right. It was um, pottery that my um, grandmother got. That was who we were talking about. She went on a grand tour to Arizona in 1895, and she picked up a bunch of pottery there. Oh, wow. And um, when she died, I decided I wanted it, so I had the collection for years and years and years. <laughs> oh, wow. So this was a, it ended up being really special pottery. Yes. Okay, tell uh, us about that. I didn't that. know who it was from. And so uh, one of our, uh, Jennifer, one of our social workers here in this building, got in contact with a professor at the University of Minnesota, and they figured out who it was from, and it's from the Maricopa Indians on, oh. on, on, uh, in uh, Arizona. Wow. <laughs> And then tell everybody what happened next, because that professor was pretty excited about what you had. <laughs> okay. Well, what happened was we contacted the Maricopa Indians and asked them if they would like to have their pottery back. Oh, great. So I mean, this great. is from so we decided that's what we were going to do. So Fran and I and my best friend Fran, uh, we took a plane to Arizona, and that professor had somebody pack up all of that pottery and send it to the Maricopa Indians. And we went down to visit them. And there was, they had a huge ceremony when everybody brought new pottery. And so we saw it being dedicated to, for their museum. Oh. And they told us that some of the designs on that pottery, they had, didn't even know they had anymore. And oh. so they had an artist there taking making copies of these designs. Oh, <laughs> that is amazing. amazing. Wow. And what a great gift that you decided not to, you know, keep it for yourself, and you, you said this needs to go back to the tribe. Uh-huh. Well, we felt, you know, that that was part of their heritage. Yes. And, and, and we could have so, I could have sold it, oh, you know, right. for, for thousands of dollars. Right. But I preferred to give it back to them. And they were such an interesting group of people. I tell you, I didn't. Uh, I got, I talked with some of them, and they said that their background goes way back to the Mayan Indians in uh, Mexico. Right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and it's just great. a small band there uh, in Arizona. They weren't a super huge uh, tribe, so no, that they is weren't. really cool. <laughs> and Franny got to go on a trip with you. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. fun. She's like, I'm anyway, reaping you know the benefits. What's so funny about it all is uh, they paid for everything for us. You know, our hotel and everything else. Did they oh, really? And when we got there, we were tired. You know, after the trip, and so we felt. We had a relaxing afternoon and took a nap, 
and, and for and I said, Oh, that's the best mattress I've ever slept on. <laughs> and so when we got back to Minnesota, that was when we were telling the social worker we never had such a good mattress to sleep on. And she's never let us live it down yet. She's like that's what you cared about was the mattress. <laughs> that was what we cared about the mattress. Oh my god. I've gosh. had hotels like that. I've been I've been tempted to steal the mattress. Yeah. You've heard of stealing <laughs> towels. I, oh, I, I wanted to truck the whole mattress out of there. Yeah. Maricopa is actually a Spanish name, Liz. Yeah, so, that's what yeah. they were telling us. Yeah. yeah. And that is so the pottery was red, right? Yeah, it was red with black designs on it. Oh, wow. Beautiful. That is so cool. Beautiful stuff. I had bowls and I had. Um, Tall, slender uh, bases, you know, and it's just a gorgeous set of pottery. And we took some pictures of it before we sent it down there. Wow, <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure when it was when they sold it in 1895, it was with good intentions because they needed the money. And a lot of that happened all across the United States, where tribes that were very, very poor. Uh, before and after the turn of the century had to sell a lot of their stuff. Well, and that was very true. And when we sent it down to them, they were so excited because, mm. you know, they started making pottery for the trade. Yeah. But when they when they, they got it, they realized that this was the real stuff that went way, way back. Right. Wow. And it wasn't trade pottery. It was their, their old pottery. For their own uses, yeah. World. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's amazing. As the story started, I was thinking, "Oh, I got to tell Liz; she's got to give that stuff back." Yeah, uh, and, and then that's what you did. That is so awesome, Liz. I'm so happy for that. Such a great thing to do. Well, I I really thought it was wonderful, and they were so good to us. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, uh, they had dancers. They during their celebration, they had a lot of dancers there. That's what I was. And some of them about. were from Minnesota, and they did the jingle dance. Do you remember the jingle dance? Yes. And uh, so they were doing that with all the little and bells I on their dresses. Home, uh, I got an authentic costume. You know, it's the Maricopa women, women wear with uh, with a necklace and a shirt top and a skirt oh, wow. with all the different colors in it. Okay, Liz, we need to see that when we come see you again. <laughs> Okay, yeah. We, we expect yeah. you to be in that costume <laughs> on Valentine's Day when we come and visit you, okay? <laughs> wow, what a great story. I was curious yeah. about that ceremony. So there was dancing and there music. There was dancing and, and um, they had a celebration they, and they had food, all kinds of foods you could possibly want to eat. So I was eating fried bread and all the rest of the yeah. stuff. Oh, my gosh. And they did this all for you because they were so thrilled that you decided to. No, this is their annual ceremony oh. that they have every year. Okay, okay. Where um, what they do is they dedicate any new things that they receive to their museum because oh. they're trying to, to get a whole history of that tribe. Uh, to you know, with all the different things that that tribe represents, yeah, and one of the interesting it. things that came up was we were uh, we got to talking about uh, one of the bowls, which was um, was used by what I cannot remember what they call them, um, but the man, you know, the man, the <laughs> I can't remember the, the um, elder or chief. No, oh, not the elder. Oh, the, um, the what they. But eat. anyway, they said they were they couldn't they didn't want to use that bowl because uh, it was 
disrespectful. And sure. I thought, well, why is that? And they said, well, we have, we are now Mormons, and we don't believe in superstition anymore. Oh. Really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We'll have to continue this Whoa. conversation next week because we've run out of time. But uh, oh, Thank you so much, Liz. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. my gosh. Have a great day. Yes. Well, you too. All right. Okay. We love you, and we'll talk next week. All righty. Bye-bye. We'll be right back.